Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for All-Star Season 7, Episode 6, titled Total Request Live. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by two co-hosts. First from the podcast, Bravo, Bravo, effing Bravo, please say... Somebody just put something yeah. in somebody's like hole, please! <laughs> To Nathan Brown. Hello, Nathan Brown. How are you? Hi, Joe. How are you? I'm doing very, very well. Thank you for asking. Are you excited to talk about today's episode? Fuck yeah. I, I, before I watched the episode, I actually had a conversation with Nathan. And he was like, I go, oh, I'm about to watch the episode. And he's like, eh. <laughs> He literally yeah, said, don't bother. It. And I was like, <laughs> I have to because I do a show. Speaking of uncomfortable and awkward and don't bother. <laughs> from the podcast pod is my co-pilot. Please say. You're welcome, cunt. To Taylor the Latte Boy. Hello, Taylor the Latte Boy. Long time and no tea. Joseph, how are you? I'm doing. You know exactly how I'm doing. You know how I know this? Because we just did an episode of Just Between Us Girls over on the Patreon. Taylor talked about how he saved the life of a bird. Nathan talked about... Oh, no, 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 no. No, he did it. Nathan's <laughs> friends who are listening later... Because can't extend this. His friends listen to the public feed and he gets really, really awkward because they listen now and they report. Taylor, Nathan did revealed nothing of the sort. He just talked about... Shut his, up, Joe. He just talked about... <laughs> He just talked about Wollongong and how big Wollongong is. And all the koalas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He talked about a dead koala in the road. <clears throat> yeah. That, it, it took a dark turn. It did take a dark turn. Just Between Us Girls tends to take a dark turn in my experience. <gasps> well, that's because that he, talked, is... he talked about his butthole last week. That's what he meant. Oh, okay. His did you really talk about your so... butthole? Last week, he <laughs> talked about it. last week, he literally said... <laughs> what what's your what what's I love buttholes or something like that. I don't remember it was really I forgot to pull the clip for this week. <laughs> his his friends are gonna have so many questions after they hear about this. Now Nathan's friends, if you wanna hear more about this, you can go to <laughs> patreon.com slash afterthought media and hear a different side of Nathan than you're oh, yeah. used to. Uh he, Nathan's gonna start a whole show called Brown Under. <laughs> it's up to you to decide whether it's about him or his butthole. And every week it'll be different. Or a bit of both. Yeah, yeah, or it could be both. Coming to Afterthought Media, Brown Under. I don't hate it. Patreon.com. That is a good title. Yeah. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Afterthought Media. Go there and do it today. All right. This wink. This wink. <clears throat> wink. This week, Jinx and Raja give legendary legend stars to Evie Oddly and Jada Essence Hall before the girls perform on TRL as girl groups. Meanwhile, on the runway, the category is Night 
of a thousand Dolly Partons. Evie Oddly and a blocked Viv are named the top two all-stars of the week. Evie receives a legendary legend star before duking it out in a lip-sync battle for their legacies. After all was said and done, the Vivian was named the winner of the lip-sync and chose to block Jinx Monsoon. Ladies, name two things about the episode and one thing you did not. Let's start with our very special guest. Taylor the Latte Boy. Hello, Taylor. What's your, what are you, Hello. give me two things you like and one thing. So, Taylor, what we do on this show uh-huh. is you name two things you liked about the episode and one thing you didn't. Oh, okay. That's, uh, that, that's an interesting way to do that. Okay. Thank let's you. see what I can come up with. Um, two things that I liked about it. I loved the theme of the runway. I of just thought that did. that was a lot of fun. And I would say most of the girls did a pretty good job. There were a couple of them that I wasn't necessarily crazy about. The other thing that I loved was I I love that 2000s in TRL is now considered nostalgia <laughs> and that it's very much where they're talking about bands that you know there are people that watch this show that they have no idea who they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that I did not like was I feel as though someone got a more than one pity star this week oh yeah that's the thing that i did not like i think vivian deserved a star <laughs> she didn't get one. <laughs> oh, you're right she didn't she didn't get one yeah uh let's go to nathan brown nathan brown what about you what do you have to say well one of the things i liked was mm-hmm. the vivian just being a salty sally yeah. and bringing a little bit of drama into the show i think mm-hmm. that's been missing and we needed a bit of conflict, even though it was about nothing, but I appreciated mm-hmm. that. Yeah. The other thing I liked was learning how to say, well, how to pronounce the name of the celebrity guest, mm-hmm. Tuvalu, which was a shock to the system that blindsided me. And the thing I don't like, I think similar to Taylor, we need to stop treating all these winners with kid gloves and giving them some critiques and the riggery in the judging is getting ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Evie in the top two, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, for me, I liked the second song, actually. I genuinely, it was kind of a bop, the second one. I liked it. Mm-hmm. it the InSync inspired one. Uh, I really liked that song. Also, uh, I was a, like Taylor, I was a big fan of the runway theme. And I think the girls, for the most part, with a couple of exceptions, really pulled it off. Like, I've had my qualms with the Viv, but she looked like Dolly Parton. I, we oh, yeah. both gasped yeah. when she came around the corner. Yeah. Uh, what I didn't like, I think, is what you guys just touched on. I have a different approach to it, but uh, it's, it, they made it very apparent and very obvious how the fix is in on the show. And yeah. mm-hmm. that who's going to, they want to be, there's a narrative that, in other words, Evie was going to get a star. She was going to earn a star no matter what. Cause, I don't think there's anybody who in either of those categories, either the song or the runway, that thought Evie was carried it at all. No, so, this was the first week that I felt the riggery. Mm-hmm. The, the this for the most part. I mean, I we know that there's always story editors and all that kind of thing. Uh, particularly, we saw that a lot with season fourteen. But th- this was the first week that I was kind of like, oh, okay. Speaking of, I'll probably forget to say this later. I saw somewhere online that they edited out, again, what I think is Rue's best joke. But I guess even the editors are getting sick of it. But you know when Tuve Lu said, Uh uh, Ziga Ziga? That Mm -hmm. Rue said to her, what did you call me? 
<laughs> right, but they cut it out of the show. <laughs> that is, that is, I, whenever she does say that, I always know that you are giggling somewhere on the other coast. It makes me I laugh. It makes joke. me laugh every single time. It is the one RuPaul joke that I really like. I also like the one where she, she doesn't do it as much anymore that when it's like a weird name or word, she'll say, isn't she from Pacoima? Um, she hasn't done that one in a long like time. Seasons. Yeah. Since Raja yeah. won or something like that, but that was a good one. Uh, okay. Well, let's move on here. After the lip sync, Raja is thrilled to have won her first legendary legend star and Jinx has officially pulled into the lead with her second. Viv accepts her block as punishment for implying she'd block. I don't think she implied she blocked Jinx. Uh, if we're implying she'd block Jinx, though Jinx denies that that was the reason, and Jinx and Raja mull over how to award their legendary legend stars. The next day, RuPaul enters the workroom and asks Raja and Jinx to award their stars. Raja gives hers to Evie, and Jinx gives Jada her second star. Next, RuPaul announces this week's maxi challenge. The queens will live their 2000s girl group fantasy and write a verse, choreograph a routine, and perform a song on a flashback episode of Total Request Live. The girls will be performing one of two songs, Titanic, an epic breakup song, and Together Forever, an eternal love song. Let's start here um, with Mr. Nathan Brown. Nathan, <clears throat> what are your big thoughts on everything on the lip sync and uh, the next day? What are your thoughts there? Well, Monet's coming off as a bit desperate with the whole gifting of the star thing, trying to get that second star. So I don't know what she's doing, but she's fading into the background as well as some others. So I want her to step up. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Viv being like, oops, shouldn't have <laughs> said I was going to block you, Jinx. Like, fucking duh. Like, yeah. What was she thinking? Um, but I did have a question for you guys. Yeah. When Raja said it's a Joan and Christina moment, I didn't get that reference. Do you guys know what that is? Wait, do you, wait, do you not know why? No, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Taylor, 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 calm down. Taylor. Okay, stop. Hold on for a second. Hold on. Is it, is, in the music clarification, is it because you don't know how that reference tied into what they were talking about? Or you just don't understand who Joan and Christine? Wait, hold on. Shut him off. Uh, Shut him off. Turn him off. Get him off. I'm taking, I'm taking over. I'm doing the rest of the season. I'm asking genuinely. Like, I Uh want to know. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Well, I think what, I think what Taylor, Taylor, don't say anything here. He's, Uh, I think what Taylor wants to say is this. (laughs) Don't fuck with me, fellas. This ain't my first time at the rodeo. You. Yes. From context, I'm now getting that it's some sort of like Citizen Kane thing. So, no, I'm kidding. Okay, so wait, I get the. Okay, I know. The I don't have. I have. An, I have another. Sorry, I have Taylor's other. This is what Taylor just said to me right here. Actually, Tina, uh, bring me the axe. Right. <laughs> Do you still not get it, Nathan? Now I get that it's Joan Crawford. <laughs> yeah, and her daughter, Christina. Christina. Crawford. Yeah. Okay. And that applies to this situation. Well, what was the situation? I don't remember this. <clears throat> was it with the stars? Oh, no, no. Giving I know what he's stars? talking. Is this the one where she's talking about giving the gifts to the little poor kids? Yes. Okay. Yes. So there's okay. a scene in the movie Mommy Dearest. You want to tell it, Taylor? Mommy you're the Dearest. Guest. Got yes, it. It's, it's from Mommy Dearest where the, the Joan Crawford would always throw the two kids huge birthday parties and they would get tons and tons of gifts, but they were only allowed to keep one and they had to donate all of the other gifts to 
like orphans or like yeah. you know needy children in the hospital, that sort of thing. And they would or have like a press show. thing where they would show the ki- the, the kids had give away their gifts to the, the the orphans. Yeah, yeah. So that was the that that uh, was the point of that. Great. Oh, thank you. <laughs> wow, Nathan, Nathan, really? That that is like. But now, Taylor, do you think we're just a two old queens? Yes. yes. <laughs> but did, how I mean, old are you, Nathan? Uh, thirty-one. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. That that. So you wouldn't necessarily have grown up watching that on HBO like Joe and I probably did four million times. But but so that it was burned into our brains. But Taylor, there are gays that are younger than he is that know this. I mean, here's the deal, Nathan. And next time you do, here's the problem. I'm fired. I, no, no, no. You're not fired. You, your homework is you need to find next time it plays in a theater. You got to find whatever the gay, maybe it's Sydney at some point during Pride or somewhere in October during coming out month. And find where it's playing in a theater and go see it with a bunch of gay people. Mm. That's really the it's, only way to appreciate this movie. Yes, it is absolutely. The last time that I saw it, I saw it in a theater where Hedda Lettuce, the drag queen, was doing commentary the entire time. And it was a completely different experience than watching it when I was a little kid. It was hysterical. And the the movie is batshit crazy. It is batshit crazy. It is Faye Dunaway at her coked out peak. You know, it ruined her career. Ruined her career. The, uh, she was not getting along with anybody. There's rumors because they do this weird thing where, like, on a lot of the shots, especially the craziest shots of Faye Dunaway, where they hold onto the shot a little, like, a beat too long. And some people think the director mm-hmm. did that to her on purpose to make her look crazy. You know, because she's mm-hmm. waiting for him to yell cut and she's just like, <laughs> and they hold it for like a, a beat too long. And, um, and he did kind of shoot, especially that wire hanger scene is shot like a horror movie. It's so bizarre. It is so bizarre. It makes me want to watch that movie all over again. So fantastic. Um, okay. So anyway, go ahead, Nathan. You had more thoughts about this thing? Um, well, not really. Not really. Now what I'm just thinking you? about how dumb I am. What about you, Taylor? <laughs> You're not dumb. Eh. You're just ill-informed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Taylor, any thoughts on this? On these, are you wait, Nathan? Are you upset? Do you think we think you're dumb? No, no. I just, um, I should have picked up on the Joan clue, but I, I honestly, it went right over my head. There are times that they make pop culture references that I should know. I don't get it. So, but they tend to be the younger ones that Nathan would actually get. That yeah. we we do the whole. I don't know what they meant by that. Like, I'll admit that. I don't know mm. who the fuck this Tove Lou is. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I couldn't, if you held a gun to my head, I couldn't tell you a Tuve Lu song. <laughs> I have no idea who she is. Isn't that that Irish song? Tuve Lu? Yeah. Tuve Lu. <laughs> Wait, how does it go? Lura. Tuve Lu are. Tuve Lu are. Sleep now, don't be gay. Tuve Lu, Tuve Lu uh, anyway. Um, my thoughts on the my thoughts on the episode uh, or the, the episode first act, no the, on the for the first act were I I saw I, kind of similar to what Nathan said I liked that there was just the beginnings of a seed of drama even though everybody seemed to be getting along mm-hmm. and 
I want to believe that Jinx did not pick her because of the previous comment the week before did not give her the, did not, did not give the Vivian the plunger for that. But that seemed to stick in the Vivian's head along with some other stuff that we're going to talk about a little bit later that kind of shows me that as, as well as the Vivian is doing, there seems to be an intimidation factor. There seems to be some insecurity there with her Mm -hmm. and some of the ways that she's acting is not, is not helping to, to embolden her to, uh, to the fans. That was one of the questions I had in my notes is, do you think, and we'll ask Nathan here because you just answered Nick Taylor. Do you think Jinx was being honest, Nathan, about why she gave Viv the plunger? You know, I think Jinx is probably thinking like, yeah, this bitch blocked me or wants to block me. But also they are similar. So it, Vivian probably is Jinx's biggest competition mm-hmm. because that's because they're in the same lane. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Now, I have another question for you, too. Let's say last week I uh, I gave each of you an extra star. Who would you, in the, in this cast, if you were in this cast, who would you give the star to? Let's start with Nathan. Nathan, who would you give the star to? You know what? I think I would give it to someone who was in the top two and was blocked so that they were already robbed of a star. So I'll give it to Trinity. Interesting. That, that, and that was my answer, too. Well, wait a minute. He, yeah. gave to, he gave it to Trinity. So now, who are you giving it to, Taylor? Can't we? Can't two people? I mean, that would be stupid because then she'd have three. But if Trinity was off the board, then I would probably, I would probably give it to Monet. I feel like Monet. It, I know we talked. Uh, Nathan talked a little bit about that. She's sort of fading a little bit, um, but I also feel like she's had some really strong runways. Uh, that haven't been necessarily appreciated as much as they could be. And so I would give it, I would give it, if he was giving his to Trinity, I would give mine to Monet. Yeah, fuck Navy off. <laughs> the correct answer is Jinx made the right choice. She gave it to Jada Essence Hall. The, the problem is Trinity and Monet can easily win a star, especially in that episode. Whereas Evie already has one and she can't get one to Raja. So who's next? You know, even though I do think, and I will say this, and it will come out this episode, and this is not because she's black, but Jada Essenthal, <laughs> I feel, is the dark horse in this competition. I think she's being agreed. I think she's being I, I can see that. I, th- yeah. I think people are not noticing how strong she is. She is very, very strong and has surprised me how strong she's been up against these very, very talented queens. She strikes me as the heart of the confessionals. She mm-hmm. is the one that you immediately, like, she just kind of beams that warmth to you. Mm-hmm. Whereas even though a lot of the other ones have little funny quips, yeah, hers is where she just, she just seems like she is so happy to be there yeah. and just enjoying the experience. Mm-hmm. So it, it, Jada, that is, that is a good answer. Now, Nathan, were you a little aroused when she showed her nipple? <laughs> you know what? Mm-hmm. I didn't hate it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's talk about the next day. Actually, I loved Raja's outfit in the workroom. I'm just gonna say it right here. I that hat, the hat, that hat was awesome. Oh, jeez, Louise. Oh, you didn't like that was ridiculous. But that's kind of Raja to have something like that. That's just got that flair to it, and it's a piece that you definitely 
uh, you'll remember. We all we all knew exactly what you were talking about. Yeah. The purple the purple bowler hat. I liked it. I like. I it. was expecting Remy the rat to be hiding under there, controlling her or something by pulling on her hair. Like what was hiding under that hat, Raja? Joe, do I you like get that. that reference? No, I have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> Good. Oh, you're an idiot. Way, by the way. <laughs> By the way, last week, I don't know if it was this one, Just Between Us Girls, but I talked about a friend of Mercedes who was on a kid's show in Australia. Oh, High Five. Well, no, no, that was her friend, but I don't know if he was on High Five. But I did find out what kid's show she was on, and I don't know if this was a real kid's show or not. It seems fake, right? Um, Agro's Cartoon Connection? Oh, Agro, Yeah. I've never heard of that. It was Australian. She was Australian kids show host. Mercedes right. was? No, Mercedes roommate was Australian girl. Oh, okay. She had been on a kids cartoon host when in Australia. That's Agro, quite a gig. Agro's cartoon. But then the story I told is when I, like in 2006, while Lori was on tour with her um, whites only tour, um, she, um, I went to an event and the, her friend had brought this super hot guy and he was also a kids show host on Australia, but I cannot remember who it is. I'll have to find, I'll have to have Mercedes talk to her and talk to help find out who the answer is. All right. Okay. Let's, have we said everything? We have, have we said our piece about this? All right. I Were you know. half expecting Rue to come in wearing something similar to what Raja had on? No, totally. but I was expecting her to comment. Maybe they cut it out, but she didn't even comment what we saw. She was like, oh yeah, look, there's, a person wearing a giant hat. That, remember when she? Remember when Pharrell was wearing it and she wore it the whole season? Who wore it the whole season? Rue. Rue wore a big hat a whole season. Yes, and it was like a different colored one. Nathan, this is like season nine or ten, right? Yeah, I remember that. I don't remember, remember this, that. Taylor, you know what? I bet you it was season ten when you had cancer. I'm not even being funny. Well, I watched season ten. I just maybe I wasn't watching. I yeah, I kind of did fade in and out. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I just, I know the outfit last week. We both went, what the fuck is she wearing with the sleeveless coat and the gold lame pants? She looked like she was dreadful. on like, um, what was that? Spaceballs or something like that. Spaceballs. Yeah. Yeah. You know what Spaceballs is there, Nathan? A movie? Oh my God. What's a Tony? <laughs> oh yeah. Someone, well, someone didn't, Trinity didn't know what West Side Story was. Remember that? Uh, with the sharks and the jets yeah, yeah. they're all so dumb <laughs> okay crickets yeah i'll put that in post in the workroom trouble arises when the girls split into teams based on where they were in line the viv resents feeling the cast off so the girls insisted oh, i'm sorry the girls instead split by who wants which song and teams are as follows team titanic consists of raja shay monet and trinity Meanwhile, team together forever is Viv, Evie, Jinx, and Jada. Each team decides on a concept. Team Titanic's girl group is fresh from their fifth member going solo and are called Mister. The other group are girls who didn't quite make the cut for A-list girl groups and are called the other girls. When deciding on characters, Evie will be an AI pop robot. Jada wants to rap. Jinx again will play an old lady. And Viv will poke fun at British stereotypes. Let's start with our friend Taylor the Latte Boy. Taylor, any big thoughts on everything that happened here in the workroom? This felt, and you know, we're kind of, I, I okay, uh, <laughs> sorry. The Vivian put out a tweet 
uh, I guess last night after the episode aired Mm -hmm. that said something along the lines of I've been on 50, 40 or 50 plus TV shows. I know how to make good TV by the way. We're all friends Mm because I guess people were giving her shit about the whole thing with jinx and all that kind of stuff. So there's part of me that wonders if that the whole idea of, well, I just feel like I was put on this group. I didn't really get a say, that kind of stuff, and making a big deal about it and kind of being pouty if that was a ploy to get screen time. And the reason why is I'm thinking this is it felt very, which I feel like we saw this on UK versus the world. It felt very bag of chips. And I wouldn't normally categorize bag of chips and the Vivian in the same, in the same place, other than they're both, they're both from the same season of Drag Race UK. It just was, it was not a cute look. And I, I don't know where it really necessarily came from, especially when they said, well, let's all figure what songs we want. And then she just stayed where she was and had people actually say to her, do you want to come over here? No, no, it's fine. It's fine. There was just something about it. There was an immaturity. But now I'm wondering if she was playing us in that she gave us something to talk about. Usually I go to Nathan first, but can I can I jump in here? So, Taylor, you're saying that the Vivian was having a hissy fit about something that seems so trivial. Like, who would have a hissy fit about something so trivial involving drag race and that you don't even think it's real? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay, just want to be sure. Nathan, uh, what were your thoughts here? I think Vivian was just a bit bored and was like, you know what, let's just mess things up a little bit. She might have been a little bit plucked from being blocked. And she might have been annoyed, but she was like, let's just make a little bit of a deal out of it. So I think, Taylor, you're right. She was doing the bag of chips thing, but she was doing it much better. <laughs> I half expected that in her lyrics. I did Especially too. When, she, when she did the thing like the this. chimney thing, yeah. 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 Uh, here's what's funny. Maybe I'm the gullible one. I totally believe it was real. I'll, t- I'll tell you why I believe it was real. And the editors cl- clearly chose this shot because they wanted us to see. You can see, you can feel the heat from her as she's separated from the group. This isn't the scene prior when they're around the table and they sort of are like, mm-hmm. and they're assembling around each other. You can feel the anger, uh, even there, it's palpable. And then you go to the next scene and she's sitting there all pouty. So I think it's real. The one part where I'll concede is maybe once Jinx came up with the solution, she was like, oh, I'm making good TV here. Let's milk yeah. this. You know, but I feel it came from a genuine place at first. Um, because it, you're right. It was stupid. Like, well, they literally said, cause Jinx says it doesn't matter if everybody's on, if there's more than too many people. Just go over there and uh, we'll figure it out. Which was or, a great solution to that, I thought. Yes, it was a great solution. Or maybe the Viv realized what I was. I was like, the bitches who put themselves together in a team are stupid because they mm-hmm. put the most talented performers on one team. Yeah. <laughs> How are these dumb bitches still think it's, it's actually almost kind of amateur to be like, oh, it's all about the look. And you're like, no, it really isn't. So, anyway. Especially when you, when they sat and talked about what they wanted to do. Yeah. And you, you watched, you watched the other girls 
all start to do the, oh my God, you could do this and we could do this and this could be really funny. And then yes. you, that was the team I was excited to see once they, once they fleshed out what the idea was mm-hmm. versus Mr. Yeah. Which a great name, but it's not a great, uh, performance. Well, uh, did you notice that Shay just stole the plot of Girls 5 Ever? Have you guys watched Girls 5 Ever? No. I'm familiar it's, with it, but... It's just, the, you know, four girls in a girl group after the fifth one died. So it's like they like, just oh, stole that plot. <laughs> oh, well, okay. But then they were going to have Evie... I, we might be getting ahead of me saying this. They never referenced that again because it made mm-hmm. sense that it would be mystery mm-hmm. and then Evie left to go join the other group. But oh, yeah. it was never, it was never really brought up again in the ex- explanation of the, of the group. There were a lot of choices being made with that. With the other girls, I was like, why would you want to be rapping but be bad at rapping and why? just sing about poo? And why would you be a robot? There was a lot of choices. Oh, no, I know that. But it was also something where you're like, well, this could either be really great or they could fall flat on their face. Well, sometimes yeah. they got fucked over because I, I don't know what happened. Jinx had a really good idea. I, I, either the Viv didn't get it or it got thrown out in the process, of, the creative process. But where she said that, they, you know, like, I'm this, I'm this, and I'm British. I thought that would have been really funny. <laughs> yeah. You know? They were never going to let her just say two two words for that <laughs> it was that was that was never going to be allowed by the way the viv does say a confessional later that she was really mad because she wasn't in the cool group and i think that's what it was really about it wasn't really about the fairness it was about the cool kids in her eyes did not choose her to be on their team oh well there, there goes back to the insecurity part yeah there you go very good now i have one more question before i move on justin timberlake comes up a lot in this episode in the 90s, did he, or whatever, did he do it for you, Taylor, in, th- in the 2000s? Um, He didn't really do it for me because he was at one point, I was an adult and he was underage. So that wasn't, he w- didn't really do it for me then. Um, When he did the Rolling Stone cover, oh, that with a shirtless Rolling Stone cover, that was the first time that I was like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. You're hot. Yeah. What about you, Nathan? For me, it was the sexy back era when he was in his suit and tie and also, like, voicing characters on Shrek. That's when I was in into Justin. Okay. All right. Yeah. But I don't understand why Trinity mm-hmm. would build a whole verse around Justin Timberlake because she's just plagiarized India Farah's song from All Stars 5. Remember when India sang about she's in love with Justin Timberlake? Oh, oh, my God. I forgot about that. Well, that I would involve no me memory. remembering India Farah. But, yeah, no. I <laughs> Copied the I same lyrics. She was like, I brought that Britney back because I feel very attacked. That was a good has song. a great memory. You or do. Or he goes on Reddit all day after the show. On one I, of the two things. No, I just, I, there's a few Drag Race songs that I embarrassingly listen to a lot. And like that um, Final Four from season 14 song with with Candy Muse, that was my number one song on Spotify last year. L-U-C-K-Y? Lucky? Loved it. Oh God! Really? It that and the UK Hun and the, all the Bing Bang Bongs. Like I, I froth over a Drag Race song. Like and hey, like Hey Kitty Girl. Hey you Kitty know, Girl no, is I, a great. Hey Kitty Girl is on my workout, uh, on my walking mix, and I. It's a great bop. Not not only the original version, but our version that we recorded is also on there too. That's a good one. Also, like sitting on a secret. Like even the shit ones, I love. 
I can't tell you. I, I don't, don't remember. I, I know there's a song, but I don't remember what it's what it sounds like. Uh, all right. Well, let's take a break. When we come back, oh. we'll hear more about Nathan's horrible taste in music. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would I do for an extra hour in the day? I'll tell you. I want to write more. In a, in a, in a previous life, I uh, was a writer, wanted to be a writer, all that jazz. You know, wrote things, and then it seems now that I podcast, which is an, a, a great creative outlet, by the way. I just write less, and well, I do write a lot. I just I don't know why I'm going on about this. I write less. I don't write creatively as much as I want to. Now it's mostly just writing about RuPaul's Drag Race or whatever is coming up for the show. And if I had an extra hour. I would spend it writing, and that's what I would do with an extra hour. That's what matters to me, but what matters to you? Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. I have benefited very much from therapy, and it's helped me set priorities in my life. Hell, the reason I am a podcaster full-time is because of therapy. It helped me realize where my priorities were. And I benefited from therapy, and I think everyone can benefit from therapy, and that's why I think you should give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient. It's designed to be flexible, and you can totally fit it in your own schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Drag Race today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag Race. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah! I just realized I played the wrong ad out and out ad in music, but who cares? Whatever. It's drag race. It's drag. Who gives a fuck? You know? It's not personal. It's just drag. It's not personal. It's just drag. Uh, Leland and Freddie Scott joined the girls on the main stage to lay down their tracks on Mr. Monet emulates Britney's Shay channels TLC's left eye. Trinity's inspired by her love of Justin Timberlake. Uh, and Raja wants to sound young. Meanwhile, on the other girls, Jinx wants to reference Can I Get an Amen? Jada's raps about shit. And Evie incorporates the sound of dial-up modems. Let's start with Nathan Brown uh, from Brown Under. Uh, <laughs> what, were your, what were your thoughts on this Maxi Challenge recording? I just wish that Leland and Freddie maybe gave them some other suggestions because, yeah, I don't know why you'd sing about poop or be a robot or like Justin Timberlake. I think Shay and Monet were on the money with the 2000s references. The other ones, not so much. And also, I think we need to talk about the Vivian lying about her age. 
It continues to be a mystery to me. What did she say? She said she was. She said she was masturbating as a teenager on dial-up, but she also mm-hmm. claimed she was born in 1992. So I looked it up, oh. and dial-up internet was phased out in the mid 2000s in the UK. So she may have possibly have been 12 or 13 when dial-up was gone. So was she jacking it already at 12 or 13? Maybe. But I'm still skeptical. I mean, I don't know how the UK is, but I feel by the early 2000s we were on to DSL. We were right. though, but in but in the UK, depending on I, I mean know. Liverpool, I don't think is necessarily a very. It's very like, late in the UK right now, so we don't have any of our UK listeners with us right now. I don't think so. If you were, can you please tell us? And this is usually when Deckhead, our resident UK person, will be like, I was zero years old. <laughs> and, you know, like, and then you're like, okay, we get it, Deckhead. <laughs> well, but he could have been jacking it at 12 or 13 to, to dial up. Could have been. That's why it's not like we can't rule it out completely that she was born in 1992, but I've, I still have my questions. So I'm going to be keeping an eye on this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Thank Please. Yeah. Keep us posted on that, Nathan. Uh, what about you, Taylor? Any thoughts here on this whole session? Um, the, the first session or both of them? Uh, anything, yeah. The whole the whole recording session. I guess uh, there was. I, I I agree with Nathan that Monet and Shay were definitely trying to create characters. Mm-hmm. Whereas I thought, tr- if you're going to sing a song about Justin Timberlake, or you're yeah. going to devote your I think that the fault there, especially when we saw the performance, but the words were she was singing a song about how she used to be in love with Justin Timberlake back in the day versus playing a character who was maybe obsessed. Like she was in like a group where she, where maybe they had gone on tour together and then she was obsessed. She became like an obsessed stalker kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The tr- t- Trinity's uh, lyrics, just the, the timing on that was not right. Yeah. Um, but I thought, I thought that the other ones were pretty good. I don't get the poop thing. Mm -hmm. I don't get why we're singing a song about love and poop when there was no references made to that before. I don't know. All right. Uh, I had some questions. Nathan, is Leland cute? Not as cute as Freddie, but yeah, he's cute. Taylor? Yeah, he's, 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 he's a very specific kind of cute. Okay, I guess I'm gonna be the anomaly here. I've seen, I've never seen Freddy before, but I've seen this Leland. The, the people who run this show are clearly in love with them. They're always, it's always coming up how cute and hot they are. And I, and I'm sorry. And I, and I know white people get really pressed when I say this, you know? Um, but I think they are the most bland, vanilla, basic white gays. Like Freddie with his thin fucking lips. I mean, like I was like, I could, I didn't even see lips. I think they were so boring and basic. And I was like, this is what we're seeing as super cute and hot. I, oh, I didn't, we didn't say they're not basic, but they're, they're cute for basic gays. They think vanilla is spicy. That's what they look like. Okay. I didn't get it. By the way. I want to bring this up right now. At one point, Trinity's making a joke about frosted tips, and he, Leland's like, "Anyone else here have frosted tips?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Don't make fun of that. You bleach your hair." Yeah. 
You know, like remember the time any any guys remember when people like dyed their hair in unnatural <laughs> blonde color? Anyone remember that? I'm like. It yeah. just—it was insane. It was insane talk. <laughs> well, but it's the whole hair. It's not just the tips. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was really lame, guys, wasn't it? When people were just dying their tips. You sound exactly like him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I you know when I turned on this Leland. You know when I turned on him. Oh, I think I know. I okay, think I know. Ahead, yes. Can I say? Yes. I think you turned on him for on Mulan Rue. When he decided to make himself like the Prince Charming. Yes. Or like the, the young ingenue. <laughs> yes. Even though we looked up on the episode that he was 35. Yeah. Which isn't old, but it was just like, and everyone's talking about how hot he is and everything. I'm like, who, who is this person? <laughs> why, is it, why does everyone think he's hot? I don't get this. Okay, another thing I want to break up. This is another anti-Freddy, and I'm going to bring this up now because I'll forget. <laughs> Anti-Freddy and Leland thing. So, so Jink says in the workroom, I want to do that thing. I, in, in, oh no, she says in the recording. In season five, when we did Can I Get an Amen, I held this really long note, which as people know, every time I hear it, I bust up. I've played it multiple times in the show, and I giggle every time at her long notes. I was like, yes, right? <laughs> And when they showed the recording of the actual recording of it, them actually recording, they did a montage of everyone singing. They showed Jinx doing the long note. And I was like, while I was watching, I was like, fuck these editors, man. They ruined what would be so funny in the bit. They're showing it right now. And then I realized that's a crock of shit. Laganja's mm-hmm. mom. Oh, no, no, sorry, that was a different episode. Um, no, I realized. <laughs> That the reason they probably did that was because Leland and Freddie, those bland, they are so white, they're clear. Motherfuckers, <laughs> right? Washed it out in the mix. Because they're like, she's yeah. not going to ruin our song, our opus. <laughs> it's you know? playing really soft in the background yes. at the end. I, I picked up on that because I was waiting for that too. Yes. And then it's, yeah. Yes. Yes, Lucian Piani is howling at the moon right now. That's fine. <laughs> but at least he had the wherewithal to really focus on that in the song. He made it a key element of the song. They were like, he, she's ruining our, what's going to be our big hit. She's ruining our, our, um, what was that one from UK season one? T- Nate knows. Um, oh, the one where Bag of Chips yeah. was like, Bag of Chips is stunning. Yeah. That one. They're ruining that for us. Whatever that song. Bye bye. Oh, break, break uh, up, bye bye. Break up, yeah. bye, bye. they're ruining yeah. our break up, bye bye. It's gonna be the big hit, and she's doing that stupid ass long note. Let's wash it away in the mix. I'm like, oh, that's why they so- highlighted it because stupid Leland and Freddie don't know what comedy is. I will say, Emma Nike, who I think did break and break up, bye bye, mm-hmm. is much better. They need to get Emma. What is, is he? Much better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> much better. <laughs> yeah, they need to get him back. Yeah, I like him. Uh oh, we have our new Todrick. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't hate them. I'm sure they're nice people. Well, because yeah. they do seem to support. They do, but he, he's just such a cornball with his dumb jokes. He's like, she goes like, "Oh, I wanted, I had Justin's hair." He goes, "You didn't actually have his hair." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's right. She had her. She had her hair, Leland. <laughs> She had her hair. She had, she went up to Justin Timberlake and she scalped him 
And she kept, he didn't really have his hair bandage. She snapped off one of those ramen noodles he had yeah. for a while yeah. and put that in a little Ziploc bag. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's runway day. And, oh, we didn't do the choreography. Oh, did we already do the choreography? Oh, we skipped the choreography. We didn't. Yeah, there's not much to say on that, but I do love this trend now where they just get the other team to watch them rehearse. Instead yeah. of putting the other team at work doing something else, they just have yeah. to watch it, which yeah. I kind of enjoy. Uh, I will say that I'm calling the team, the team that Raja was on, the Heathers, and they were so critical of their, of their other, of the Booker's choreography. Like, their choreography wasn't much better. No, Mm-mm. it was all horrible. Everybody's choreography was absolutely horrible. Yeah, it was disgusting. They should have brought in Jamal Sims. Uh, all right, it's runway day and Raja leads Mr. and Yoga. The Viv thanks her team for being great to work with, even if she complained at first. And Shay is proud of Raja for turning it out. Finally, the girls realize it's the halfway point to a star count recap, say it might be time to stop helping out the other girls, and once again, talk about Taheen. All right, let's go over to <laughs> Nate. Oh, no, no, Taylor. Taylor, any big thoughts here? They talked about Taheen again? Oh, they did? Okay, well, Taylor, it's funny that you say that. <laughs> here we go. I literally have this, and I have some fruit right here. Oh, and great. I, yeah, so I'm We're gonna... escalating as HBO yeah. I did this. In, I did this in Epcot a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That's why you got COVID. I had it. I had it on pineapple. It's I. Uh, I was not a fan. Oh really? Well, I'm gonna yeah. go and grab some Vegemite and do a Vegemite shot. Okay, so here it is. I sprinkled it on. Oh, now we have to watch it, Taylor. And then he hmm. ate it. He ate a piece. What? What was that? Was that cantaloupe or was that a strawberry? Oh, yeah, it looked here. light in color. Honeydew. Okay. Oh, geez. We have ASMR going on. And we'll do some watermelon. Yeah, why not? It's now, the summer. It's now, the Taylor summer. Hasn't, Taylor hasn't heard this, but when I've done the tahini shot like Jada did, I would... My oh, reaction, yeah. But He'd the, be like, the, the fruit washes away the sour. Mm. You know, and you had told me that, but now to see you eat it, that I, I just, it just makes so much more sense. Mm-hmm. Now I see the difference. Mm-hmm. You don't get the sour note. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. So maybe, maybe I need to try it with different fruit. Yeah, it might have been a shitty pineapple. Or maybe you put too much. Did you put, maybe put too oh, much? Oh, it was caked. Oh, in. no, 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 no. Look look at this, Taylor. Look, it's just it's just a sprinkling. I don't even I don't even uh I can kind of see it. Yeah. No, it was it was like way too much. No. Because it's like a weird salty, like salty and spicy, mm-hmm. but it's like earthy too mm-hmm. at the same time with the pineapple. And yeah, I, like I, I so I, I have had it. My butthole's like that because I'm Mexican. <laughs> my butthole looks like the little Awalita chocolate discs <laughs> <laughs> and it has like little wedges and every, everything. It's really weird. <laughs> Do you Aiden like sriracha? Call, Aiden calls it champurrado. What were you saying? Do you like sriracha? What'd you call me? Uh, I like it on certain things. I mean, I think you have to be with these hot sauces. Like, there's certain things I like. Like, I like Tabasco on my eggs. Okay. I like Valentina in my breakfast burrito. <laughs> the drag queen? Yep. She comes <laughs> in and she sits in my breakfast burrito. She goes, I'm your French vanilla fantasy. And then I go, Leland? And he goes, I'm pretending to be Valentina today. <laughs> and um, he goes, 
And then he goes, look at this. And I go, is that actually Justin Timberlake's hair? And he goes, yes, it is. And then I look at the news. There's a news alert, a CNN alert, and it says, crazy bleach blonde hair man chops off scalps Justin Timberlake. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. So the reason I'm asking is apparently there is a sriracha shortage. Or there's going to be a sriracha shortage. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan. So, oh, you're not. But you don't like Taylor. Taylor doesn't come off this way. He's actually a super picky eater. That's the thing. <gasps> really? I am. Yeah, I am. You oh. couldn't tell by looking at me. Actually, you could because I eat stuff. If it's fried, chances are I'll try it. But most things are. I'm not a fan of. Yeah. But uh, any other thoughts on the runway day? No. No. I have a question. Can you guys touch your toes, Nathan? Not when standing up. Taylor? I think I could. Do you want me to try? Yeah, go yes. ahead and try. All right. <laughs> okay, okay he's getting up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, um... Okay, he's starting oh, wow. to bend over. I think Side profile. I think... my toes. Uh, well, you could be lying to us. Face... Oh, he just can't hear us. Do it again, but face the wall. Why? <laughs> I was just kidding. Could you could you see my underwear? No. Oh, I can Were do it too, but I think it's because I don't think it's kind of super skilled for a stretch or or like flexible. I just think oh, I have I short shoulders. Legs. I think I have short legs. Oh, but see, I don't have short legs. Mm-hmm. We just lost Nathan. Do you think he left because he's so mad? Why would he be mad? Oh, he's oh. back. What happened? Sorry. To him? I just got so upset about Taylor touching his See? toes that I can't do it. I just needed a moment. But can you really not touch your toes? But you're tall, though, right, Nathan? Yeah. Yeah, no, How I can't t- touch my toes. My big dick gets in the way. How tall are you? Um, I will, I'd say 186 centimeters. Oh, Hold on for a second. Hold on. <laughs> Computer, how many, in- how many inches is 186 centimeters? Point two two eight three four six four five six six nine three inches. By the way, you have a new notification. Do you want to hear it? No. Okay, seventy three inches. That would be like a little That'd over be... six feet. Like six one. Six one. Okay. I never thought of well, you that I'm... tall. I'm six. Fu- I'm like just under six foot. You are. Uh huh. Oh, I'm only five foot seven. Yeah. You are? Mm-hmm. You give me tall vibes for some reason. Mm-mm. Wow. Nope. I, I, well, I've told you I'm the right height. I'm the right height if I was like 11 feet tall. Maybe that's why you think that. <laughs> no, I got to fuck the joke up. I'm the right weight. Awesome. What? <laughs> if I'm 11 feet tall. I fucked the joke up. Uh, okay. It's time for Total Request Live with your host, Carson Gailey, featuring performances from hit girl groups, Mr. and the Other Girls. Let's start with Mr. first, and we're going to start with um, Nathan Brown. What were your thoughts on Mr. Nathan Brown? I thought the chorus was really good. The verses, not so much. I think Monet and Shay were the standouts because they had the best 2000s lyrics vibe. And I think as a team, they looked cohesive mm-hmm. um, and unified. Mm-hmm. But Raja, a bit of a flop. And she was clearly 
a few steps behind. Like the the camera work was very generous to Raja. Oh, they did lens and, flares yeah. and everything like that to hide it. Yeah. 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 They went to like during Raja's verse, they went to a crowd shot for like three or oh, four. Oh yeah, seconds. or they'd cut to the judges. Like, mm-hmm. Or all of a sudden you would just see like like for a <laughs> right. super long time, they'd be like <laughs> That was a visual joke no one's seen at home. I don't get how you can't know your own words that you wrote like a day or two before. Mm -hmm. It was a little – she was basically just mouthing watermelon, watermelon, watermelon. Like she did not know any of the words at all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Taylor, your thoughts on 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 Mr. Okay. Are we not going to talk about Carson Gailey? Sure. Go ahead. Talk about him. That was was the funniest part of the whole thing (laughs) with him with the dark hair and – okay. So – that looked like that looked like a toupee that he had on. So do we think because it was so short, do we think that Ross wears a toupee in real life? No, I think they just wanted to give him that like buzz shaped cut look. That's what it sort of looked like to me. They're trying to get. But where would they where would they put his hair unless they, they, they put like a, a wig in a the, the 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 skull cap and they put that wig on? I don't know. I, I just was very much of the like I, I was I was kind of taken aback by it, and I liked his little chin, his little like yeah. underlip soul patch hair thing. But yeah, what did you? Okay, so we did you watch TRL, Joe? No. How about you, Nathan? Did you watch TRL? Mm-hmm. No, nah, I don't think we got it in Australia. Okay, because I just they got I LRT because <laughs> upside down. Yeah, you're dumb. Um, we. I feel like that was the time in my life that I finally realized I was an adult because the idea of watching something like TRL like annoyed the shit out of me because it was just people screaming for Mm -hmm. an hour, like over top of like while Carson Daly is interviewing Destiny's Child or Mariah Carey or any of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So even though I liked a lot of the music from that period. Yeah. But, but as far as getting back to, I think that Nathan kind of said it really, really well in that, Shay and Monet were the definite standouts there, though I'm glad kind of referencing back to something a little while ago, and this kind of speaks that we don't really talk about her. Shay is fading into the background. Oh, like yeah. you, you kind of almost forget occasionally that she's there, which mm-hmm. is surprising when you consider how well she did on All Stars 5 for her well, to be where you just kind of forget about her. It's, it's odd to me. I mean, look at the competition. I didn't like it. I didn't think it was good. Um, Trinity was funny. That's my thoughts. All right. The other girls together forever. Your thoughts here. Let's go with um, Taylor. I thought, that again, the concept of this was funny that it was all of these misfits together. I don't get the whole Evie looking like a Tyrannosaurus Rex every chance she gets with making the weird faces and that her mouth is open a little too wide and just kind of being very like moving all over the place and it's it's uncomfortable to watch and I feel like if she was trying to be a if she was trying to be a robot I get that like the Vivian came over and tried to like wind her back up again and something but there could have been something that she could have looked more android-esque i guess in some way that that it was never really explained at least not what they showed us on the runway but that just to me looked 
was just horrible. But I thought that I thought the Vivian's lyrics were really funny. I thought Jinx's lyrics were very, very funny too. Um, who's the fourth member of that one? Jada. Jada. Oh, we already talked about Jada. I don't get the whole poop, the poop thing. Nathan Brown. I thought this was a complete fucking mess. I thought it was the worst one of the two. Like when the best lyric of the whole thing is baby, 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 maybe, baby, my baby, maybe like that's a, a bad sign. But it was and intentionally bad. I don't know why she bad. was a wind up robot. It was intentionally bad. That's the thing though. They could have done intentionally bad and it been funny, but this wasn't funny. Like Jinx's lyrics were good, but she didn't look that old. Like she looks old, more older normally. I think the Viv was funny. I think Jada wasn't at that bad. I didn't think it was that bad. Uh, Jinx, so funny. So, so funny. Um, and then I thought Evie was good. I, 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 oh, I kind of got what I was going. I, I thought, look, did I think she should be the top two? No, but no. I thought the team as a whole was cohesively better, stronger, had a unique take. It wasn't just a strike a pose. Like the thing with Mister is they were, they were legitimately trying to be a girl group and they were legitimately trying to be, do it with the looks and being serious. I'm like, this is not a serious. I mean, they had Ross as Carson Gailey. You know, and they were trying to like, you know what? So when I was in junior high, right? They had, when you were in seventh and eighth grade, they had these lip sync contests, right? And we would get uh-huh. to, we would get like, uh, a certain period in, in uh, to prepare for it. And, uh, me and my friends, we would always, we won it. I, I won first place two years in a row, seventh and eighth grade. I won, and we always did a funny lip sync where we were stupid. Okay. Uh-huh. And legitimately funny. The other boys in the class would do like they wanted to really be Guns N' Roses or like they really wanted to be Nirvana and they would go out there. They, they thought they, and they would be like, Oh, we're going to win because I look like Kurt Cobain or something like that. Right. And you're like, that doesn't make any sense. Right. You have to be funny. Right. And so that's why maybe I appreciate it. I'm all like, they're not trying, they're not really trying to be Eve's Eden's crush. Is that what it was called? Yeah. Um, they're going on there and, and, and the other girls are being funny and that they're, they're the, the sort of misfit toys as Taylor to use a term Taylor likes to use. Uh-huh. And I thought that was a funny take on it. I, I genuinely do think that it was a bad idea to be bad on purpose and do it poorly <laughs> so i actually think it was the challenge to to do the 2000s vibe so I, I i think shay and monet should have been in the top two instead of evie and jinx in this instance the vivian oh yeah evie and the vivian i the think vivian, yeah. i think you 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 picked up on a word that is the key there and that is they were doing a bad job on purpose poorly hmm there was a moment towards the end where then it just became chaotic of where like Jinx and the Vivian were out of breath and, and Jada was like going to shit her pants and, and (laughs) the other one was doing God knows what. And in that moment, it kind of, the idea of all of these weird misfits sort of came together and it was just felt like it was like for just a moment, had they found a way to do that through the entire of where maybe they were constantly bumping into each other or one of them would like trip, you know, one of them would go the opposite way when the other three were, then I think it would have played out a little bit better and it would have been funnier 
even though I do think some of the girls were actually pretty funny in their performances, but I think it would have made it a more cohesive and maybe you would have enjoyed it a little bit more. I think so because they they didn't look like a band and like at the end of it, when they talked to Carson Gailey and Vivian said, Oh, Brexit's not my fault. I'm like, you're 14 years too early, hon. We're meant to be in the 2000s. Like, I don't think they got that. Yeah. That's my problem. All right. Well, he he has spoken his piece. All right. Well, is that everything on uh, the performances? I think so. Now it's time for the looks. I think Nathan's going to quit the show. Are you going to quit the show, Nathan? No. Oh, sorry, I said that with tone. I was going to say no. there was there there was um. He, she's pressed. She's pressed she's right now. There, didn't she? she can't wait for that trip to Europe for two weekends. Uh, all right. The looks were night of a thousand dollies. Actually, I bet you once Christian saw this episode, he's like, "I'm so glad I'm not on here. I don't know who Dolly Parton is." But Taylor, well, you must have been so thrilled that you were on tonight because. Night of a Thousand Dollies. Let's start with you, Taylor. The first one down the runway was Monet Exchange. Give us your quick opinion, Tutor Boot. Toot. Absolute toot. I've learned by watching the pit stop today that that was not a pattern on like a, on a piece of fabric. Each of those squares was individually sewn together. It was it was a dress that took like over a hundred hours to make, and it was absolutely it was a gorgeous, gorgeous toot toot absolute toot. Nathan, as a fan of Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat, I'm going to also toot it. I thought Monet really had the hair like really well, and yeah, I'm going to give a good Dolly toot. Correct answer with a toot. She looked fantastic, and it deserved the toot. I didn't know all these. Taylor's going to give us all the information. I love how Taylor's watching the pits up, and then he's like, oh, God, I can't do this. <laughs> he's watching every single goddamn thing that comes out about this show. Trinity the Tuck. Go with you, Nathan. Toot or boot? Toot. I loved it. I thought it was very dolly. Okay. A toot. Absolute toot. I, uh, she looked She looked great. The hair was a little odd. And for some reason, she made her nostrils like really like she almost like drew nostrils under her nostrils. But I thought that she looked she looked really good, and the dress was gorgeous. So toot. Correct answer. Correct answer is toot. Trinity K. Bonet, not Trinity. Trinity the Tuck looks fantastic. <laughs> Trinity K. Bonet came in and she came in. Later. <laughs> All right. Next. By the way, Trinity K. Bonet was on the Reddit's this week for making some weird racist joke, and everyone's like, "Oh my god!" And then. But what's funny is I didn't even get the, the comment. What she said was, I, well, I'm, I'm going to see it in correct English, that she never sees Asian people pumping gas. And then she goes, what do you guys use? Soy sauce? Oh. And, but first of all, what does that mean you've never seen Asian people pumping get pumping? I see Asian people all the time pumping gas. It's like a I'm weird thing I've never heard one. before. I've never heard that before. By the way, the correct answer is they do use soy sauce. Very bizarre. (laughs) Anyway, next we have Shea Coulee. Taylor, any thoughts on Shea Coulee? This was horrible. I was so disappointed in this. It the wig looked like she took like light yellow yarn and just kind of put it on top of her head. And I get that Dolly has worn a leather outfit similar to that in the past. 
but it's not something that people immediately go to when they think of Dolly. And I also thought it was poorly executed. It just, it looks like shit that you would, uh, honestly, it looked like stuff you, it would look very thrift store. It didn't look, it wasn't the level of polish I am used to from Shay. So I would give that look a boot, which is very unusual for me for Shay because normally everything she does is impeccable. Hmm. Nathan? I agree with you, Taylor. When I was reading Reddit trying to find out if I liked this look or not, <laughs> I, I thought the exact same thing. So I'm going to boot it. Correct answer? It's a boot. It was horrible. I didn't like it. Next, we have Raja. Start with you, Nathan Brown. What does Reddit say? <laughs> they said it was good. <laughs> they said it was very dolly. And I, I personally enjoyed how big the hair was. Right, it's a toot for Taylor for for Nathan. Uh, Taylor, what about you? Yep. Uh, it's a toot. It's it's a toot. She looked like to me, she looked like a drag queen's version of Dolly Parton. Like where she she didn't necessarily look like Dolly, but she looked like a man in a Dolly Parton outfit that looked really really good in a really pretty dress. Um and it was just it was really pretty with all the beadwork and everything. So that's a toot for me as well. She looked like the actress that played the wife on of uh of the actor's name but uh, on mama's family the son's wife oh i know who you're talking about um oh god damn you joe what was her name um Erlene or something like that or i don't know yeah it was like it was no it was i thought Erlene was the neighbor god damn it hold on All now right. i gotta look that up so you said two, so that the correct answer is all right, next we have the Viv. Since Taylor's looking for me now, why don't we go with Nathan? Nathan, what are your thoughts here on the Viv? Tudor boot, what's going on? Here? She's in blue again, Joe. I'm starting to think she was joking when she said she never wears blue, knowing yeah. that she all she packed was blue. Because uh-huh. I, I can't believe it. It's like six in a row. But she had the best realness, and I thought she was really good, so I'm going to toot it. All right, Taylor. Uh, uh, it was Dolly Parton walking down the down the runway. She was. Yeah. I understand that it's. Blue. I like the color blue, mm-hmm. but that was absolutely that was the best of all of the looks. So absolute toot. All right, the correct answer is. Toot. So far, everyone's been matching. All right, Jada Essence Hall, Taylor the Latte Boy. Jada Essence Hall wore the yellow dress that had kind of was like fringe on the bottom and. It, this was not my favorite look. Um, I thought she looked pretty, but she didn't necessarily look super dolly to me. Um, so I, it, as far as, oh, is she a toot or a boot then? I don't know. Um, because she was one of my least favorite, I'm going to have to boot Jada. Right. It didn't really match. She did, really didn't do the assignment. Nathan? I'm tooting it because of that titty bib she was wearing. It was just so fun to watch her like bounce her boobies as she was walking down the runway. So for that, I'm tooting. Nathan? Taylor? Mm. It was a ah, so close. Jada Essence Hall. All right. Next, we have Jinx Monsoon. Let's start with you, Nathan. Jinx Monsoon. I wasn't that blown away with this one. Like, I get that it might have been old school Dolly, but to me, it didn't scream Dolly. So I'll, I'll give it a soft toot. <sighs> oh, What's wrong, Taylor? This was classic Dolly. This is nine to five Dolly. Here you come again, Dolly. Baby, I'm burning. This is, this is that late seventies, early eighties Dolly 
with the hair, which was like the big round football helmet and the off the shoulder. Plus, I love the dress. The dress was like red, white, and blue, which those I love those colors. And this was an absolute, absolute, absolute toot for me. I loved this one. I love the Vivians more, but I loved, I knew exactly the point in time that she was doing when she came out in that outfit. Thank you. Correct answer is great, great look. Jinx did well. And then finally, we have Evie Oddly. Let's start with Taylor the Latte. This was a big mess. I don't get this. <laughs> I mean, I get the the point of the reference of the of the little like jumpsuit with the up, up the knee thing, but she looked she looked crazy. She it just wasn't. I I know this was a boot for me. Nathan Brown. I thought she looked dreadful. I thought she looked more like Doily Parton than Dolly Parton, <laughs> which is a hilarious joke I stole from Reddit. And I just don't know why you <laughs> pick that look that resembles bloomers. So, boot. Correct answer. Yeah, it looks horrible. Boot. Don't like it. Any other thoughts on the looks before we call it a day? No. All nope. right. Those are the looks. Uh, over on the main stage, RuPaul names the Vivian and Evie Oddly the top two all-stars of the week, but Viv does not receive a legendary legend star because she was blocked. Uh, so, so Jada gets her second star of the week. Next, Viv and Jada battle out in a lip-sync battle for their legacy is the song, Why'd You Come In Here Looking Like That by Dolly Parton. After the lip-sync, the Vivian is named the winner and uses the platinum plunger to block Jinx Monsoon. Ladies, any final thoughts on the episode? Let us start with a Taylor T. Latte Boy. Uh, any final thoughts on the episode? That lip sync was so night and day of where, again, you know, kudos to the Vivian for really, if you ever watch Dolly perform, she was performing as Dolly Parton. There was mm-hmm. no, everything that Dolly does, and even with the with the wink and the move in the head, and kind of, she was just amazing. As compared to the crazy person that was dancing around her, it was very little Kenya Michaels kind of dancing, like you know, with "You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman." Um, that was kind of my thought on that. The idea that. I hope that we're not going to have this back and forth of Jinx and the Vivian just handing each other the plunger. Um, though next week is a sewing challenge, so there's a good chance that that will kind of break this. I guess the only – if we start to see that trend, the only way you're going to be able to break that, at least temporarily, is if the Vivian and Jinx win are the top two of the week. And then they can't give it to the other one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I just – I love I love this series. It's It's a great – it's a great – season this year yeah those are all your thoughts taylor i believe those are all my thoughts nathan brown from downtown i agree with taylor i think evie was so distracting in that lip sync and she should not have been in the top two and the way they were gassing her up in those critiques it was just so obvious that they were aiming to give her her second charity star of the episode and Mm -hmm. she's now tied first like evie oddly tied first i could not believe it I could not number third in the voting. I could not believe it, and I, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing her now go flatline. Yeah, yeah. The only thing mm-hmm. I'll say is, how do you say her name? Tove Lou. What's her name again? Tuvalu. Tuvalu. Sing the song again. That'll help you remember. This Tuvalu. She goes. I. This is during the judge the judge critiques. I almost like fell out of the sandbag or whatever it was in. He goes, Evie Oddly. 
I've never seen anything like that. And meanwhile, she's wearing a bicycle helmet cake. <laughs> right. With a wedding cake on yeah, it. Yeah, a wedding cake, bicycle helmet. And she's like, I've never seen anything like this in my life. And she's wearing a cake on her head. So and I was like, what is what is she saying right now? This is the cr- I've never seen anything like this. Right. <laughs> It's <laughs> <That's> classic. <sighs> I will just add as well, Untucked got slightly better this week. Oh, what happened this week? Nothing too major, but there oh. was this one really funny moment where Shay, oh, sorry, where Monet and Trinity are on the couch and they're having like a deep and meaningful. And then all of a sudden it's like a horror movie and Jinx is playing on the ukulele and you pan out and Jinx is on the couch the whole time. <laughs> but they never showed her and they're like, ah! Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 7. So, for Tame of the Latte Boy, Nathan Brown, and myself... Sashay, Uh until next week. (laughs) That's my line! (laughs) Thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia or email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. For more drag race and LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. This episode was produced by Luke Stamen and Zach Birch. Nathan Brown has two other podcasts. The first is Breaking Down Bad Books and the other is called Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. You can find those podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find Nathan on Instagram at NathanBrown90. Finally, follow Joe Bettens on Instagram at Joe Bettens. Special thanks to our expensive tier Patreon supporters. Agnes Yesho Pinska. Alex S. April Pacheco. Obtuse Guy. Brad Coley. Karina Williamson. Dave O. Deck Head Elizabeth Timmer Emma E. Smith Boastful Cake J. Thomas Plank Jesse Harris Anonymous Lauren Eckert Doofus Maximus Lucy Carrasco Luke Stammen Mercedes Muller Nicholas Springham Nikki Baker Poppy Woods Ricardo Herrera Robert NYC Sarah Yu Tom Bombs Travis Newland Troy Anderson Zach Nelson Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media Podcast